Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole, or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. That's C-O-N-C-E-R-N-I-N-G-H-I-M.com. We've been following the Apostle Paul on his third missionary journey, most recently stopping at the city of Troas, and we had a tragic incident with Eutychus falling from a window from the third story and being taken up dead, and Paul's uh, miraculous intervening in uh, bringing the boy back and the encouragement that the church took from that incident. Now we've come to Acts chapter 20 and verse 17, and we are going to look today at the message that Paul gave to the Ephesian elders who were at the city of Miletus who came down to visit with him as he was on his way back to the city of Jerusalem. So we're going to be reading uh, verses 17 through 38, and then we will try to uh, work through several of those verses uh, in our session today. Acts chapter 20 and verse 17. Now from Miletus, he, Paul, sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. And when they came to him, he said to them, You yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance toward God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies uh, to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. I do not account my life of any value, nor of precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom will see my face again. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. We'll stop our reading there and talk about those verses. So as he's traveling back to Jerusalem, Paul doesn't want to stop directly at the city of Ephesus, likely because of the incidents that had taken place uh, back in chapter 19 of Acts, where there was a large riot in the city of Ephesus on account of uh, the gospel message. The tradesmen had gathered together under a craftsman by the name of Demetrius, and they had actually dragged some of the Christians into the theater and were yelling at them for hours upon hours and proclaiming that uh, Artemis of the Ephesians was uh, the great god or, or goddess 
And uh, as a result of this intense persecution uh, of the believers, it seems that Paul uh, is hesitant to return to Ephesus, probably for the sake of other Christians at this time, yet he wants to talk to the church and encourage the church there. And so he calls the elders of the church at Ephesus down to Miletus so that he can speak to them. Miletus and Ephesus are about 30 miles apart, but travel between the cities would have been considerably longer due to the terrain. So why did Paul uh, hurry on? Why was he hurrying on to Jerusalem? Well, he wanted to be there for Pentecost. And if he had stopped in Ephesus, the, the large congregation there probably would have taken a good amount of time and had many needs that he may have had to attend to as well. So for that reason, and for the issues with the silversmiths, the tradesmen in chapter 19, it seems he decides to avoid Ephesus at this time. And yet he cares deeply for the believers there and wants to encourage them through encouraging the leadership uh, of the church at Ephesus. So in verses 18 through 35, we have Paul's uh, final words at this point to the Ephesian elders. He talks, first of all, about his ministry in the city of Ephesus in verses 18 through 21. He says he led the church by example at Ephesus. He did not simply preach to them through words, but lived out Christ's gospel every day that he was present with them. He says he served the Lord with humility, with selflessness, with tears, with love, concern, deep emotion for the believers, and with trials that were brought on through the plots of the Jews. Serving the Lord does not always mean uh, winning or advancing or uh, having uh, prosperity and blessing. The Lord might call us into service for him that is painful, sorrowful, really, truly and deeply very hard. Paul would later write, I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me, he would write in Philippians chapter 4 and verses 12 through 13. Are we able to serve the Lord well in any and all circumstances? Can we serve both in times of prosperity and in times of suffering? It's easy to serve the Lord when peace like a river attendeth my way, but what about when sorrows like sea billows roll, as the old hymn says. Well, Paul did not shrink back from uh, declaring anything profitable. That is, God's revealed word as now explained in Christ. Uh, the uh, Bible scholar F.F. Bruce says here, a comparison of these verses with verse 27 a little further down suggests that the things which were to their advantage, embraced the, the whole counsel of God. 
by failing to present to them the gospel revelation with all its practical corollaries, Paul would have kept back what was to their advantage. Now, Paul was teaching both publicly and privately. He was the same person in every situation, whether it was in the marketplace or behind closed doors. There was no hidden life or secret agenda for the Apostle Paul. What you, see, what you saw was what you got with him. He said that he testified solemnly to both Jews and Greeks of repentance toward God. You know, sin offends a, a perfect and, and holy God, and of faith in our Lord Jesus. By faith we receive the forgiveness and redemption that was purchased by Christ on the cross. Now in verses 22 through 24, Paul goes on to uh, explain his plan to visit the city of Jerusalem. He says in verse 22 that he is bound in spirit to go to Jerusalem. Is this his uh, human spirit that he's talking about, or is this the spirit of God's leading? Was Paul acting selfishly here in going to Jerusalem? Maybe he was just stubborn and uh, should have taken the warnings that the Spirit of God was giving him. Well, there are a couple different opinions about this. Uh, the first is that Paul was disobeying the Spirit of God and pursuing his own desires in going to the city of Jerusalem. Possible support for this might be the prophecies of the disciples at Tyre, with uh, Agabus as well at Caesarea that we will read about in Acts chapter 21, who were warning uh, uh, Paul not to go to the city of Jerusalem, and other disciples like Luke. Luke records himself in the group that, that told Paul, let's not go to Jerusalem, let's not do this uh, in Acts chapter 21. And so some have taken Paul's a stubborn desire to go up to Jerusalem as something sinful, that he was uh, rejecting God's desire for him at this point. The second option is that Paul was actually obeying the Spirit of God, and yet he knew that he was heading into a time of suffering at the Spirit's leading. I think there's more support for this option because uh, the Spirit of God testifies here in verse 23 to Paul of his imprisonment and hardships that were to come. The prophecies of the disciples at Tyre and uh, of Agabus at Caesarea predicted the suffering of Paul, which was interpreted by the believers as God warning Paul not to go to Jerusalem, but really the Spirit was simply preparing Paul for the hardships that he would endure, uh, what would later come upon him. So the Spirit's testifying in city after city uh, was not something that was warning Paul, I think, not to go to the city of Jerusalem. It was something that was mentally preparing him for what would happen when he reached Jerusalem, that there was imprisonment and persecution and hardships and trials on the way for him. 
The Spirit's testimony in city after city may have been as simple as increasing Jewish opposition to Paul's message. Paul's infamy among the Jews was as a blasphemer of God in their eyes. And yet his life mission was to finish the course, he says, bearing witness to the good news of God's grace. Uh, perhaps he was even in these words referring to uh, the idea of a race and might have been using the common illustration of uh, runners in a race from the stadiums in different Roman and Greek cities. Ephesus certainly had a large hippodrome or stadium where they would do chariot races and they would do foot races. Uh, Paul is using this kind of imagery to, to uh, let them know he wants to finish the course that he has started, that God has placed him on, and to finish it well. Uh, the Bible commentator Schnabel says here, Paul's life is a course that has a definite purpose. The Greek term describes a run in a stadium from one end to the other, and the race course itself, which depending on the stadium, was between 175 and 208 yards. The metaphor of the athlete running, as used by Paul, communicates goal-oriented behavior, arduous effort, and proclamation of the gospel. Uh, the term connotes Paul's total life commitment to his task, an absolute dedication of all aspects of his ministry, a resolute concentration of mind and will to his task, and a determined willingness to bear pain and suffering. Now, Paul's faithfulness to proclaiming the gospel is further testified to in verses 25 through 27. In verse 25, Paul says he intended to visit Jerusalem and then to go to Rome. We've seen this desire brought out uh, by him in 2 Corinthians and in Romans. Uh, he did not intend to visit the Ephesians again. Now, we don't know whether or not Paul uh, made his way back to Ephesus ever again in his lifetime, but it seems that perhaps he did not. Uh, preaching the kingdom... Uh, was what he was doing. The content of the gospel and kingdom proclamation are one and the same here, Paul says. If anyone wants to enter the kingdom of heaven, Jesus had said, they must be born again. So the kingdom is not wholly synonymous with the church, but focuses on the future realization of Christ's cosmic rule physically, on this earth. We'll pick up here in verses 25 through 27 next time. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu slash partners.